before I begin my homily. Who watched that Celtics game last night? <laughs> amazing, right? It was amazing. Let's pray that they can pull it out. Father Ray and I were having a heart attack at like 11.45 or whatever it was. So. And the coach, Joe Mazzullo, is a very faithful Catholic. Uh, he's a very faithful Catholic man, so uh, give us some added incentive to pray for them. New life. This has been our focus during the Easter season. It's our focus always as Christians, the new life that Christ has come to bring us. But particularly during this Easter season, and we come to the end of the Easter season today, Jesus Christ conquered sin and death when he rose from the dead. When he rose from the dead, he inaugurated God's new creation. And as baptized Christians, we are commissioned, we are empowered to live the new life of grace that Christ came to bring us. But what is this new life, and how do we live it? This question is answered for us today on this great solemnity of Pentecost. The Holy Spirit empowers us to live the new life that Jesus came to bring us. And we see it exemplified in the Apostles. In this gospel, they are hiding. So Jesus has just risen from the dead, and they're hiding. They're afraid. They've locked the door. And our Lord appears to them, and he breathes on them. The breath of God, the Holy Spirit. This breathing is his way of of giving, of imparting the Holy Spirit to the apostles. And when they receive the Holy Spirit, their fear is defeated. It's vanquished. It's gone. And they are, they are radically changed. They're radically transformed. So much so that they go out and proclaim the gospel to the point of giving their lives, to the point of martyrdom. And they proclaim the gospel, and they invite, as they proclaim the gospel, they invite people into this new life that Christ came to bring us. New life. The new life of grace. In my homily a, a couple of weeks ago, I, I, I spoke briefly about the fact that there, there seems to be so much anger in our culture today. So much negativity, darkness, confusion. The Holy Spirit is the solution to this. In his letter to the Galatians, St. Paul contrasts what he calls the works of the flesh with the fruit of the Spirit, the fruit of the Holy Spirit. St. Paul says the works of the flesh are immorality, impurity, sorcery, hatred, jealousy, fury, selfishness, factions. Look at the culture. It's all there. The works of the flesh, it's all there, it's permeating our culture. But then he says the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. That's the new life of grace, enfleshed in every Christian. That's the new life that Christ came to bring us. That's the resurrected life. That's the life that we're called to live. The people of God who are living the new life of Christ, 
experience the fruit of the Spirit in their life, and they reveal that fruit of the Spirit in their lives to others. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. As disciples of the Lord, this is supposed to be our baseline. This is supposed to be our default every day. Now, we're not going to experience the, the fruits every day of our life where, where we're always happy, always joyful at every moment of every day. But this is supposed to be the default line. This is supposed to be what we experience in our daily lives. We're not supposed to experience the works of the flesh. Yes, we're going to be tempted. We're going to be pulled in that direction. But that's not supposed to dominate our lives. What's supposed to dominate our lives is the presence of the Holy Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit. So what does this mean for us as disciples of the Lord Jesus? Simply put, where the works of the flesh are present, the Christian disciple is called to bring the fruit of the Spirit. To bring the new life of Christ, the new life of grace, into the culture, into the world. Where the work of the flesh is present, the disciple brings the fruit of the Spirit to enlighten, to bring light, to bring joy. I think the prayer of St. Francis uh, really sums up what the Holy Spirit wants us to do. That prayer came to mind as I was uh, reflecting on this. We, many of us know the prayer of St. Francis. You might pray it. Uh, we sing it at times. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. That's what the Holy Spirit calls us to do. The Holy Spirit transformed the apostles, and their fear was transformed into courage, and then they went out and proclaimed the gospel. They brought Christ's light into the darkness. You and I are called to do that. We're called to bring Christ's light into this culture that is so dominated by the work of the flesh. You know, we should thank God today on this Feast of Pentecost for the great sacrament of Confirmation. Last weekend, our young people received the Sacrament of Confirmation. The Sacrament of Confirmation is a very powerful reality in our lives. By the way, if you're here, if you're an adult Catholic and you haven't been confirmed, please do so. See me, see Deacon Fran. Don't go without that sacrament. Right? That sacrament imparts an indelible mark on our souls and empowers us to live the Christian life. The Sacrament of Confirmation deepens the presence and the gifts of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And one of the effects of the Sacrament of Confirmation is it gives us the power to witness to the Gospel. So if you haven't been confirmed, you should be confirmed. It's not just some kind of like uh, ritual that you go through to say, well, you know, now I've been fully initiated into the club. Right? It's, it's a sacrament that imparts God's grace. It literally makes, it literally imprints an indelible mark on your soul. There are three sacraments that do that. Baptism, confirmation, holy orders. An indelible mark on our souls. That's today we need to thank God for the gift of our sacrament of confirmation. And every day, every day of our lives, 
We should ask the Holy Spirit to come more deeply into our life. We should pray to the Holy Spirit every day. Every single day, we should ask the Holy Spirit to fill us, to deepen His presence in our lives, to deepen His gifts of the Spirit in our lives, right? Fear of the Lord, piety, counsel, fortitude, understanding, knowledge. And then the fruits of the Holy Spirit and wisdom. And then the fruits of the Holy Spirit. To pray that those fruits be present in our lives. And so on this great feast day, the birth of the church, let's pray for a deeper outpouring of the Holy Spirit in our lives and in the life of the church. And let's pray that like the apostles, you and I can be witnesses to the Lord to bring his light into the darkness of our world.